found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome uh, to the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we talk sports with you. More local sports conversation coming up in your drive home later on today from 4 until 6. Jimmy B and TC are right here on 1700. All of our guests on the Ken Miller Show appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations. You don't have a dentist yet. You live in Des Moines, maybe toward the east side, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 2822 East 29th Street. Or if you're one of the many that have uh, moved and uh, relocated to perhaps to Altoona, as that area continues to grow, uh, Altoona, you can find Dr. Fuller's office on 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Coming up on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline today, Trent Condon. Zuba Mahente will be yes. here in the first hour of the program. We're going to go to Shinnecock in hour number two. Matt Rudy, Golf Digest, who's been um, um, with me for for most of uh, my uh, Des Moines career, quite honestly. And he's been gracious enough to uh, find some time with us on Friday as well. So we'll actually get a couple of hits from Matt Rudy, senior writer, Golf Digest. He'll join us at about oh one fifteen or so. He's walking the course as we speak. And uh, then we've got a Hawkeye Swarm segment uh, coming up uh, to end the program. After all, it's Tuesday, and that's how we end in the summer months. Trent Condon and Dr. Fuller uh, take a look back down memory lane, Hawkeye Swarming, and where are you guys going today? We're going to take a look back at 1985. That's one of those years that still resonates a whole lot with Hawkeye fans, 85. And, well, for the youngsters listening, you can go back and, and hear some stories about that year and for you old-timers like me and Doc Fuller and you, uh-huh. so you can reminisce a little bit with us coming up at about one thirty-five this afternoon. Good stuff. I look, look forward to that. You know, yesterday when we had uh, we had Doc on, the first part of the interview, you had to duck out of the studio for a few minutes. And, and I never came back to this topic, and I meant to, just to get your thoughts on, uh, on Wrigley Field in a, in a bowl game destination. Mm. Sounds like, well, it doesn't sound like. it's The case is this will be the final year for the Foster Farms Bowl in San Francisco, a bowl that... You know, it kind of cross your fingers the one year the Hawks would get sent out there just because it's San Francisco and um, it, it's a beautiful area. And I want after being at Super Bowl Fifty, it's uh, uh, a city that that I was at for the very first time and can't wait to get back there. So selfishly, I'd hope the Hawks would get back there. But that aside, my feelings aside, the the fact is that bowl is not no longer going to be um, a Big Ten tie-in. And Wrigley Field, I don't think we've seen a name for it yet. We'll call it the Chicago Bowl for now or the Wrigley Bowl for now. Um, it's Look, we've got one at Yankee Stadium. It's played in the day. It's cold in New York in December. It's cold in Chicago most weeks after Christmas in December. On the surface, a lot of reasons, I think, for Big Ten schools to embrace this bowl game, yet there's a lot of, you know, a lot of Big Ten media that uh, that I follow. Um, not really digging this. Where are you? Chicago in December is different than Chicago in July. <laughs> you think? And, uh, I mean, just weather-wise, getting there. And, and, yes, it's an easy trip, and for people... You know, here in the Big Ted West, it's, yeah, drivable. and all Get right, up in get the morning and head over. Yeah, no problem. 
unless there's six inches of snow on the ground. Unless there's six inches of snow. That's going to be difficult, and more than likely, this is not going to be something that's going to be played on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. It's going to be 26th, 27th of December. Well, it's, maybe it's a couple difficult. of days later. Could be, yeah. could be, but overall... But not New Year's Day, you're right. Wrigley Field, I mean, it's it's a cool idea, but if I'm going to spend five, six, seven grand to make a bull trip and do it right with the family. Yeah, but that's not going to cost you five, six, seven grand to head to Shy. It isn't. But you can go to Chicago whenever. That's true. I uh, That's a true, yep, valid point. One, in, one on your side of the column. But I don't get to go to Florida very often mm-hmm. or California. Mm-hmm. In fact, my only substantial time I've ever spent in California, more than a couple layovers and a short trip. How did that work out, by the way? Was the Rose Bowl, and that <laughs> one was a pricey one. Especially when that hotel bill that was supposedly picked up didn't come. Oh boy! Yeah, uh-huh. but I don't uh, think I knew that story. Oh yeah, oh yeah, another uh-huh. one. Yeah, you know you got to pick that one up. Uh-huh. Would have found different lodging if that was the case. Right. But regardless of that, it's that's what a vacation. That's what a bold destination is to me. Warm, warm weather, mm-hmm. out in the sun. Get paste, away from the winter. For pasty a few days. white legs of us <laughs> Midwesterners. Yeah. Get down there. Drink too many beers, have a good time, and do it in some warm weather. Mm-hmm. That's a bowl destination for me. I know there's other people that look at it differently. Yeah, Did it'd you be get cool. to both Orange Bowls or one? Both Orange Bowls. Both Orange yep. Bowls, yep. Drove down to uh, the first one back in 02 as a college student. Mm-hmm. Started well. It did. It was unbelievable. CJ Jones, see you later. And don't remember much after that, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> right. It was a long day of tailgating, that yeah. one. Those two words, college kid. Yes, yes. It, it was an unbelievable environment down there with 48,000 of my Hawkeye brethren for that Orange Bowl. There's been some good ones. The second Orange Bowl was freezing cold. I mean, it, it was, was awful. It was a record low mm-hmm. in Miami during that time. We were on the roof of the Clevelander doing our show back uh-huh. on WHO and uh, XNO. And we had heaters brought up. Those yep. I don't. They're not space heaters. They're like tall. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are, but you know you can yeah, picture yeah. what I'm talking about, right? Yep. Like a coat rack type of thing, but it was in a heater. And elbowing our way to get closer to the heater. Of course, yeah. And, and, and right below us is the pool, right? <laughs> and I mean, nobody hit it. No, it would have been prime spots to do a radio bro- all week long. The week of the Orange Bowl, you're thinking, my God, what a great spot. There's going to be some scenery down below us. Yes. Yeah, there was, but they were on Parkas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Scenery's not quite as good. No. It was, but that's that's what I think of bold destinations. So Chicago, I mean, if it's a year where I was seven and five, and they're all right. and That fits. Maybe the future looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go to Chicago. Let, let's... But it's not a destination. Speaking of destinations for bowl games, Las Vegas. Yeah, it's have, coming. It's it's coming. The new stadium mm-hmm. will be there. Well, look, they're building it. As, as I said, who do we have? Oh, it was uh, Jason last week, mm-hmm. right? I was watching the live cam. I don't know why. Yeah. Bored, I guess. And I brought up the live cam on uh, right out uh, interstate, uh, the I-15. And it's right, what, would, what direction would it be? It would be west of I-15, right behind the... The Mandalay Bay and what used to be the hotel. I don't remember what it's called now. Dolachi or something like that. But anyways, um, but yes, go ahead and make your point because it's going to be a much bigger bowl, but I don't think the Big Ten is going to find a place in it. No, it looks like it's going to be Pac-12 SEC, which I, I think is cool because we don't get many of those matchups. Mm-hmm. And back to the Chicago Bowl just for a moment, looks like that'll be Big Ten ACC will be the two. Now you play Florida State, great. You play Pitt. Yeah. Eh. Wake Forest. Right. Yeah. 
NC State. Right. Doesn't exactly get you revved Move up for that Move your needle, one. right? <laughs> but uh, I know you were very hopeful that it was going to stay on that Early, first Saturday. Yeah, no. That first Saturday, kind of the night game, the big, mm-hmm. that does not appear to be the case. No. Good news, it's not going to be the seventh-place team from the SEC against the sixth-place team from the Pac-12. What is it? I, this is new to me. I haven't heard this. Indications are, this is from Brett McMurphy, College football insider. Yep. Athletic, right? Yes. He uh, he said it'll be probably either the third or fourth selection from the SEC, maybe against the second team from the mm. Pac-12. So that is going to ramp it up. But more than likely, this is going to move very close to New Year's. Wouldn't be surprised. So uh, no more that Saturday. You know, another great and idea. By, I thought, and just though. by the way, just to, yeah. as, as an aside, it's tough. I mean, bowl game or no bowl game in Las Vegas after Christmas, that's a tough week. They uh, And that was something that was talked about a lot. After the rodeo, which is huge out there. Massive. I was out there two two Decembers ago yep. for that. It's and a two-week event, and every plane incredible. is full. It, it's unbelievable. Yep. Chris and Anders, I'm the only male getting onto the plane most times when I've been it, out there at the same time yeah. without a cowboy hat. Yes. I, everywhere we went, we stayed at the South Point, and that's where a big well, part of it is. just down the street from yeah. Thomas and Mac, yeah. And uh, it was And a lot incredible. of the cowboys and the ranch guys, the rodeo guys, that's where they stay at yes, the South Pole. Yes, it was everywhere you look, cowboys yep. everywhere. But the reason the Las Vegas Bowl, one of the reasons, came into existence and did it before Christmas was for that very reason. Oh, I didn't know that. So there is a thought. Now, the Mountain West was, of course, the other team with mm-hmm. the Pac-12. Do you take maybe even the Mountain West champion, as long as they're not in, in a a uh, big bowl, take them against somebody else, whoever it may be, you know, a, a Sun Belt team, whatever it is, or even maybe down the pecking order, keep that date, keep that Saturday date, and then the second bowl, whatever the new bowl game would be in Vegas with SEC Pac-12, do something Play like that. Play it both at Raiders Stadium, or do you yes. still go out to, you go out to what or is it, Or maybe Sam with Boyd? that first one, you go to Sam Boyd for yeah. the first one, and then for the SEC Pac-12 matchup. You have that be in the new stadium. Well, look at it. Sam Boyd was usually um, sold out for these games, um, and and again the, um, the the Power Five representative brought a lot of fans most mm-hmm. years to it. Uh, we will see. Uh, let's let's bounce around because uh, Iowa State continues to be the cradle of NBA coaches. Trent Condon, um, a little <laughs> bit in jest, as Nick Nurse was only an assistant there for. I think less than a week when Greg McDermott hired him before he uh, decided to uh, take the job at Creighton. But now we've got, of course, Tim Floyd and Fred Hoiberg and Nick Nurse, who did draw a paycheck from Iowa State, so I'm going to put him in that Iowa State. No, cap. you yes, can't. You, can. you, paid. you sound like Cyclo Jerry over there. You Cyclone can't, Ken. You, you can't go down that road saying, well, he collected a paycheck. He, he collected just, a paycheck. No. He was hired by Iowa State. Are you on the payroll at Cyclone Fanatic? What's going on over there? <laughs> that is kind of true, though. No, it's not. Did he coach anybody? Did he ever did he, did he run a line drill with these guys? Uh, I don't think he did. I no, I'm not pretty they, sure. You can't take Now, was that. he recruiting at all? He was on the job for three days. I don't uh, even know if it was three days. Five. Was it five? Somewhere in there. It wasn't seven. I know that much. Okay. And he got he got a check. He did. You did know he do any work? Instrumental in getting him that check, if, if memory serves. Who's that? I think it was uh, his former boss, the owner of the at the time the Iowa Energy, oh, Jerry Crawford, was well, in on those negotiations. It's a good guy to have on your side, isn't it? Because it? it was it happened around the same time as I was with Crawford out at um, in at Churchill Downs. Oh, okay, yeah, with Patio Prado, and um, 
He was. He had a lot of phone calls that I, from time to time, would listen in yeah, on. Maybe, maybe the ear tilts that way. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do that from Indeed. time to time. But, but all kidding aside, though, okay, you're right. Nick Nurse was really never an Iowa State coach, but kind of was. But he's a guy from the state of he's Iowa. More important, right? He's yes. from Carroll, and he's a Panther, and uh, he was the assistant coach uh, under Eldon Miller, and he went over to Europe, came back here, led the energy to their one and only championship. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's paid his dues, Trent. Yes. Now, look at um, if you're a Nick Nurse fan, I highly recommend you stay off of the national media's Twitter feed as far as some of the responses from Raptor fans who are, putting it mildly, not enamored with the hiring. Let me get this straight. You fired the coach of the year mm-hmm. only to hire his assistant. Is That's, you know, every second tweet, that seems to be the... Um, uh, the the message behind the it's not 140 it's what 280 280 now yeah whatever it is uh, he's, he's not the most popular hire at least at this point if you go by Twitter uh, reaction I get it and when I first heard his name bandied about after the firing of Casey that was my first thought as well I know Nick pretty well got to know him during that run did some of those games and and he is a great person I, I really just enjoy him talking hoops. But and he's an Iowan. He's still an Iowan, Trent. He's, he's still got, he's got that, that nice guy, Iowa nice guy personality type but, of thing. But taking away the personal connection aside, that's exactly my same thought. Mm-hmm. So you fire the NBA coach of the year because he gets swept. was out of work for about a week, by the way, until he got his next gig. Because he gets swept by LeBron. You get beat by the Cavs again. Mm-hmm. And then you go with his assistant. I mean, on the surface, it doesn't make much sense, mm-hmm. does it? But he's an Iowan, so we're going to Right, we're rooting like hell for him. And he was very I mean, instrumental in them changing their offense. No question. They went from a lot of isolation ball, a lot better ball movement this year. There were growing pains with it, but by the time they were rolling and you got into the 2018 portion of the schedule, the Raptors were a good basketball team. They just they ran into a mental block more than anything, I, I think. And, well, it's Cleveland. And, well, it's LeBron, more importantly. Mm-hmm. And you saw that, and there's just some teams— Whatever analytics you want to put in there, there are some teams you can't get past. And we saw it again there with Toronto. They might not have to worry about that, though, next year, will they? Well, no, because they, uh, Cleveland's going to be in the lottery, Trent, and out of the playoffs. So, assuming 23 decides to take his talents elsewhere, and he has it in, in the past. Be anxious to see what kind of contract it is. Um, I mean, lengthwise, not mm-hmm. money-wise necessarily. But will they will they give him five years? Will they give him four years? Um, I would anticipate four probably because, you know, he doesn't have the track record as the uh, he doesn't have head coach in the NBA on his resume. He's been a head coach, but he's been a head coach in London uh, in some places across the pond. So, you know, on the surface, a good guy. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have him on here once everything slows down a little bit for him. We'll catch up with uh, with uh, Nick and just talk about the process and talk about the challenges ahead for him. But. <laughs> Uh, an Iowa guy getting an NBA gig, that's pretty cool. It, it really is, and uh, we hope the best for him. Speaking of LeBron, so I've been keeping you up to date on the odds for where he's going to land. Okay. More updated odds this morning from uh, Offshore Bet Online. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are the betting favorite. Are they really? Now at even odds. 76ers 4-1. to one. Rockets and Cavs both six to one. Mm-hmm. Spurs at ten to one, along with the Celtics at ten to one. Now I told you 
Celtics at 22 to 1 a week was ago. Was a pretty good bet that I back then. I, I took a little taste mm-hmm. at that, so I am rooting for the mm-hmm. Celtics to be his destination. I hope he stays in the East, Trent. If he's going he's not going to get lost in the West. He's LeBron James. Right, right. But it's a lot easier uh, a much easier path to, you know, his ninth consecutive NBA finals. Uh if he if he goes to a Celtics or even a Sixers who had some growing pains, but but here's the thing, I mean LeBron he wants the ball in his hand, right? Mm-hmm. So is Ben Simmons. Yes, yeah. There's, they're not the same player. Now, Lonzo Ball also does, too. Yeah, but Lonzo Ball get out of the way. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> yeah. You you make it work with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Pers- I, if I had to put outside of my Celtics long shot bet. Well, I like I your Celtics bet, by the way. I don't like it as much at 10 to 1. I liked it a lot more when I got it at 22 to 1. But the other part is if I had just with these current odds, I'd probably still bet on Cleveland. I'd, I'd still probably. And what put were they again? Six to one. Six to one. Six to one. The Rockets. Situation... What does he need to stay there? Do you think? I mean, obviously, as we saw, he can't do it by himself. As right. good as he is, I don't know. With that roster construction, what can be done? Who's taking on that salary? And we talked about Corver. Mm-hmm. That's some. I don't want to say dead money, but it's not looking very good after it, his it, performance it, in the finals. Absolutely not. What else can be done with that roster? You look down, Rodney Hood gave him a little something mm. for a moment. Can you build on that with a younger guy? They have the number eight pick. What are you getting with the eight pick? Mm. It's just that roster isn't great, but it's the East. It's the East, and, and that's, I think, what you come back to. Now, the Cavs also kind of, I mean, they hold a lot of cards here because it'll more than likely be an opt-in and then a sign-in trade of where he ends up. Would the Cavs be willing? Now, they trade him to Miami one time. LeBron holds the power. Would they be willing to trade, though, with the Celtics after getting fleeced got, with Isaiah got, Thomas? Yeah, it's it, That didn't work out well, no. putting it mildly. Yeah, good good question, Trent. Fair question. There's a, there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. out there, but I, I like this day, part of the NBA. I, I do, too. And it's July the what? I mean, July, it's late July, I it think. It is. Like 20-something. Well, and he can wait even longer than that to well, make sure. a decision. Yep. I mean, he, he can bring this thing into August, mm-hmm. which, I mean... Hey, build that bridge, get us to August. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Stretch it out. Absolutely, LeBron, do it. But he can go as long as he wants. Cleveland, though, I think there's still a way for him to end up there. So many questions. So this is the interesting part, at least to me, of the summer, though. When we get here with the NBA, when you have these big names, what happens? It, it is very it, It's more interesting than NFL free agency, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, taking your love of no. football is, in terms of not what you enjoy more, in terms of actual interest, the storylines that go in yeah, with it. Yeah, but when you've got the quarterbacks, that, uh, the big-name quarterbacks that have an option to go elsewhere— I you know what I'm not the right I'm not the right person to ask that question because you're right I'm biased <laughs> you are biased yeah it's uh, it's football Zuma um, Behente is not and and he's going to join us next just and uh, that's a great segue um, just real quick I know you were busy last night doing high school baseball yeah. did you get home in time to see you you must have been at home for the extra yeah. innings of the Cubs right yeah quick games last night mm-hmm. in high school baseball did you? nice so for you was able to get home about eight forty I was home put the little one to bed so that was a little bit of a disaster and then uh, with the storms and away we went. And watching that one, that, yeah, it's a game in June, but if you're not a baseball fan day in and day out, those are the games that you mm-hmm. miss, and, and you miss what was a, a great one. Get to Hater last night, which never happens. Seemingly unhittable. Hayward continues to stay hot. Trent, it's, it's one of the, I was going to bring up two guys that draw the ire of Cubs fans. Mm-hmm. 
Hayward being one. Yes. And Justin Wilson. Right. Don't look now. Yes. Don't look now. I mean, it's funny because I watched his uh, his inning last. Did he pitch one or did he go more than one? No, just one. Um, but Contreras would 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 put it, put the target down. Wilson wouldn't hit it. No, <laughs> but it didn't. It, it didn't matter last night. He, he got maybe a tad lucky. But don't look now. The ERA is two point two eight. Effectively wild. He has been. I mean, he struck out the side last night around giving up one hit, a double. I want to say. Is that sustainable? Either of these guys? Mm-hmm. No. No, it's not. I but it's fun for the time he, being. Look, Hayward's been great. Give, you got to give him credit. He's batting up at the top of that lineup. Yep. And uh, Al Mora was terrific again last night, as he seemingly always is. Ryan Braun was good last night, too. He was. A couple even with the Boo Birds out in yeah. Milwaukee. Diving catching. I don't know if he brought Contreras's ball back in or not. Uh-huh. It, I'm not sure it would have cleared the fence. It looked like it was just because it was a rainbow shot. Did mm-hmm. you see? It was coming almost like straight down. I'm not sure it was over and he brought it back, but uh, he certainly sold it. He put his glove behind his back. Okay, what do you do? You have the ball or do you not? And then he finally brought it out of his glove and kind of. Why do Cubs fans hate him so much? Uh, because of what he did to the mailman or the the uh, the guy at the FedEx, right? I mean, he threw that guy into the bus. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, but the test when he uh, when he tampered test by the guy at the. What he was? Oh, uh, Cubs fans! You had Sammy Sosa knocking. No, off. I know, I get it, I know. Everybody has skeletons yeah, in the do. closet. Yeah, that's a fair point on Sammy. Uh, another one in the Trent Col- uh, Condon <laughs> column today. We'll come back with Zubin Mahente. He'll take us. Uh, he's our only guest in the one o'clock hour. Zubin is next. Matt Rudy. He's live at Shinnecock uh, as we uh, get another day closer to the U.S. Open. We'll get the latest uh, from Matt Rudy, and then uh, Hawkeye Swarm Day. It's a Tuesday. Doctor Stephen Fuller and Trent Condon. Will take us back to the, the today, the 1985 season. Uh, we're here until two. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Last year, hundreds of animals came to the ARL with urgent medical needs, and the cost to provide care and treatment for these animals exceeded $300,000. We will never turn away an animal in need, especially an animal that has suffered abuse or neglect and not only needs medical attention, but also needs to receive love and compassion. Please consider donating to the ARL's Miracle Medical Fund to help us save lives and make a difference for these animals. Donate at arl-iowa.org slash Miracle Medical Fund. Get the best Father's Day gifts at JCPenney. Save 60% on select St. John's Bay apparel for him. What? JCPenney Rewards members can get a barbecue tool set in-store only for $14.99. Whoa. Plus, earn JCPenney bonus bucks. Come again? Starting Thursday, spend 50, earn $10 in JCPenney bonus bucks. Earn today, spend today. JCPenney, style and value for all. Tool set excluded from rewards. Limited time special while supplies last. Earn JCPenney bonus bucks 614 to 617. Up to three. Redeem 614 to 620. Exclusions apply. See store, jcp.com, or jcp.com slash bonus bucks for details. Growing your own vegetables is quicker and easier than you think. 
if you think big, as in big one-gallon body veggies and herbs from the Home Depot. Right now, a special buy at three for just 12 bucks. They start bigger, so they produce a harvest faster. And for proven success, you can't pick better plants than Bonnie's. One-gallon Bonnie veggies and herbs. Right now, three for just 12 bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, selection varies by store, U.S. only. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. Oh yeah, my favorite time of the year. Flag Guy here, June 14th is Flag Day. What better time and reason to give you 14% off your flag purchases online and in the store. Holiday flags, military flags, patriotic flags, Harley flags, sports teams flags. Every flag is 14% off when you say Flag Day or enter Flag Day at checkout. Every flag on sale now through Flag Day, June 14th. Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines are online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. KBGG. 
All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Jimmy B and TC, afternoon drive, 4 until 6 here on 1700 KBGG. First up on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline is our good friend Zubin Mahente from ESPN. He joins us as we go around the world of sports with Zubin. Zubin, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Good. We were hoping to get a game five last night just for... The NBA fans, and I'm sure the company was rooting for that too, but uh, I think about mid-third quarter Friday night, I think everybody came to the realization yep. that uh, get ready for the uh, free agency, the draft, and the summer league. Yeah, it seemed, uh, it seemed like that. You know, uh, Zubin, as you know, the, uh, the ratings are getting crushed uh, for, for game number four. I think to be fair, I think people got to realize, I mean, I think you would say that Friday night is the least likely night of the week to put up a good number, right? It's just, it's a tough, it's a tough night to get people in front of a television. It is. Uh, I think you'd also make a legitimate argument for Saturday. Um, but I think, yes, one of those two days would certainly be the toughest. Uh, in this particular case, you could kind of see where the game was going. I mean, game one, there was drama throughout. Game two, you had the single season excuse me, single season, single game mark for three-pointers. Game three had the scene switching to Cleveland. So every single game had its appeal. There was something interesting, even if the game wasn't. Obviously, game one speaks for itself, game two, game three, and then game four, obviously, everybody talking about LeBron's situation. But, you know, it was even an anticlimactic end, not even from the final score, but with 4.03 to go, he checked out. I was surprised the ovation wasn't bigger. I was expecting some MVP chants as the clock went down or some LeBron chants as the clock went down from 4.03 down to the final kicks. Didn't really see that. Just sort of saw him walk off the court. Not much of an acknowledgement. Um, maybe he's just keeping his cards close to his vest. And then obviously the situation just exploded post-game with the cast. So, yeah, Fridays are tough. But I think at the end of the day, you know, 13 teams have gone up 3-0 in the finals. Nobody's ever lost. 131 teams had gone up 3-0 in the playoffs, and none of them had lost. So I think the element of suspense just by those two numbers, Ken, kind of told you when this thing was going to end, and obviously it just ended sooner rather than later. Zubin, you were a part of the At The Mic, uh, the post-game press conferences afterwards on ESPN2. Uh, really enjoyed the work that you were able to do on that one. I know the numbers were pretty good. Is this something that ESPN's maybe looking at expanding, not just for the NBA Finals, but other big events, and you got Sports Center on the main channel, and then these press conferences on another. Are you seeing maybe the infancy of, of a new idea there at ESPN? Yeah, I think a lot of times it just needs to be there for balance. I'll give you a quick example. On Friday, when um, the Warriors won, uh, Scott Van Pelt, who does most of our main late-night programming, uh, at the very moment that he, uh, so LeBron James came up, and I think maybe 10 minutes beforehand, our Brian Windhorst and Dave McMenamin had broken the story about the cast, and then we saw the cast, and everybody started tweeting about the cast. What does this mean for June 29th, July 1, July 6th? All these sorts of things started to come into it. LeBron was very open about it. He wasn't closed off. Somebody asked him if it was the last game in Cleveland. He didn't poo-poo the question. He didn't shoo it away. He didn't bat it down. He answered everything pretty easily. At one point, he said something extremely revealing, like 2010 is actually much tougher than this decision, which I really was interested to hear him actually compare leaving the first time to potentially leaving this time and said 2010 was much harder. He didn't have a daughter yet. His two kids were much younger. Now everybody's a little bit older. But the key there was when Scott was interviewing Steph Curry, 
uh, who is sitting there with a cap and a cigar hanging out of his right ear. <laughs> At that very moment, LeBron was talking. And if you're a sports fan that watches ESPN, that enjoys ESPN, I've got to hear from LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, this whole series is about what is going to happen. As Brian Windhorst said last time, and the same thing's going to happen this time, it'll be a chain of dominoes. Remember back in, when he first went to the Heat and when he first went back to the Cavs, it was one of those situations where let's wait to see what LeBron does, and then all the other free agents will fall in line after that. So this isn't even a LeBron thing. This is a LeBron leading the way, and then all the other free agents, Paul George, where people are going to draft, what will the Cavs do with the eighth pick. All of that might come to a crescendo in some way or another before or after LeBron chooses. So it was really imperative, Trent, and I appreciate your comment. It was really imperative to have that show on the air because when Scott's talking to Steph Curry, half of our viewers want to see that because, oh, by the way, the Warriors won their third title in four years, which nobody's talking about because of LeBron. But the other half of the fans want to hear from LeBron and what his future is going to be. So it's imperative to have that show on because Scott can only talk to one person at one time. And if that one person isn't LeBron James and you're just a regular NBA fan that wants to hear from LeBron, there has to be an outlet for you to hear that while also acknowledging this is a dynasty in the making and Scott's talking to perhaps the best player in that particular dynasty in Steph. So we really needed it because there's multiple storylines that people were really relishing, and so we needed more than one outlet. Where's Kevin's, Kevin Durant's place in the NBA as far as the pecking order-wise? I mean, you mentioned Curry. You talked about uh, LeBron James. Obviously, it's hard not to. But where's Durant? Is, is his play, this, this last two championships, has it elevated him into that conversation as maybe in some circles some people would argue him he may be the best player at this point in the league? I certainly think he's top two. I think Curry is the Warriors' most valuable player. The statistics do indicate that when Curry misses games, they tend to struggle. These are the Durant missing games where they don't struggle. But I would tell you that Curry's in an interesting spot. He had a 37-point game in the clincher, and you could argue that was his second-best game of the finals. He had the nine three-point game. Durant had a 43-point game. But I would just guess, I would say what Bob Meyer said the other day, the Warriors' GM, and in an age of public posturing, we'll see where we are salary cap-wise. You even heard Steve Kerr say how difficult this year was vis-a-vis other years. Bob Myers just came out the Warriors GM and said, we're giving Kevin Durant whatever he wants. You know? <laughs> he, he worked on a two-year $51 million deal, which I know to all of us is crazy, but what I'm about to say, but that is woefully underpaid for what he's about to do, two years and 51. They're going to give him whatever he wants. And I really got to say, as much as Durant was great, and everything he did, just the notion that this is a 73-win team that decided to add him. You really have to give credit to Draymond Green, who's going to get less shots. Clay Thompson, who was probably the team's second option before Kevin Durant got there, clearly now their third option. Steph Curry used to be their first option. You can make an argument now their co-number one option. So while Durant is great, his place is sealed. He's the only player in the history of the NBA that in his first two years with the team – was the finals MVP on both occasions. Never happened in the history of the league. Happened this year. I think you've got to give a lot of credit to Durant, but also to Draymond, Clay, Steph, and Steve to say, listen, we were a 70-win, three-win team. We won the title, and we are willing to bring you into the mix. I think sometimes we lose sight of just how many sacrifices have to be made by guys that built this whole thing to allow Durant to come in here 
and flourish. And obviously it was the right decision by all sides because we're talking about three titles in four years and a LeBron James heroic effort away from making it four and four. Zubin Mahente, ESPN, is our guest. Uh, Zubin, uh, what moves the needle more at ESPN, NBA free agency or NFL free agency? I would say this. NFL free agency is lightning fast. I think most of the major calls are made within 48 to 72 hours. I don't think you're going to see a big-name quarterback for the most part. I mean, there's obviously exceptions to everything, like Peyton Manning taking his sweet old time. That's a little bit of a different situation. But for the most part, I would think, I don't know if you concur, that most big-name NFL free agents sign within the first two to three days of free agency, and then everything after the third day of free agency is really for the guys that just love the bottom end of the roster or the middle portion of the roster, while the NBA draws it out. I mean, take a look at where we are today. It's June 12th, right? LeBron has until the final minute of June 29th, we're talking 17 days still, to tell the Cavs whether he will opt in with them. The only team that can talk to LeBron over the next 17 days at all, quote-unquote talk to them, <laughs> you can talk to his agent, I guess, and all that stuff, um, only the Cavs. July 1, there's a moratorium. LeBron James can start talking to every team. July 6, he can sign with any team. He can sign to the Cavs at any juncture, by the way. Any other team, it would be July 6. So while in the NFL, when we hit it, it just sort of seems like, all right, everybody go, make your offers at midnight, show up at some guy's house. Whereas in the NBA, because they really want their stars to stay with the team that currently has them for the competitive parity in the league, you're talking about 17 days where only the Cavs can talk, and then maybe early next month other teams get involved. And if LeBron has a choice to make, he could do it by the 6th of July. So it drags out far much more in the NBA. In the NFL, it's just a quick, quick burst. And with the, you know, I would say the B-level or C-level free agents, it filters down. So the NFL, to me, is just an absolute shock to the system. Tons of stuff gets done right away, whereas in the NBA, a lot of things drag out. And in the NBA, as I mentioned, Ken, it's a lot more interconnected. Um, in the NFL, if Kirk Cousins signs with the Vikings, well, that means Case Keenum's got to go somewhere else. It's just a little more plotted, whereas in the NBA, as we kind of mentioned with LeBron, got to wait to see what LeBron can do, and that can affect the balance of <laughs> I don't think this is a, a wild statement. LeBron's choice can rock the foundation of the league. Wherever he goes, it's going to either bolster the West or further strengthen the East. It's going to put certain teams in and certain teams out. Whereas if Kirk Cousins signs with the Vikings, suddenly it's not a cakewalk for Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't really filter or affect the rest of the league like an NBA decision does that just factors in to all other 29 teams. Whereas the NFL free agents, I think, just sort of maybe make people in the division quiver and doesn't go beyond that too much. So uh, the national sports world are looking at Iowa today as uh, I see the top two stories on ESPN.com. Nick Nurse being hired with uh, the Raptors and David Johnson going to skip uh, minicamp. I what the second one was. Yeah, the, the top two stories right now on ESPN.com, both with <laughs> Iowans. But I do want to ask you about Nick Nurse, Zubin, and you are somebody that follows the NBA very closely. We're rooting for him as an Iowan, a guy that we know, but you fire the NBA coach of the year and then you bring in his assistant. Probably not the best optics. On the surface, it looks very strange. But I would also tell you that that move was made by the former league executive of the year, meaning that they have a lot of good things happening in Toronto. I covered Masai Ujiri, the guy that's the GM of the Raptors, for a long time 
when he was with the Denver Nuggets. And the one thing I would tell you about this guy is that I actually feel like there's a lot of people that would say this is an uninspired move. You just basically are moving Nick Nurse over 18 inches from where Dwayne Casey used to sit. But at the same token, I think this guy's 50 years old. He's paid his dues. And there is no doubt that this year the Raptors just came off their most successful regular season in history. They have a dynamic duo. Um, and largely their offense played a lot better under the direction of Nurse. Casey gave Nurse a lot of freedom with the offense. Uh, he was much more of a hands-off coach. Dwayne Casey's about 60 years old. Um, he knows what he knows, and he knows there's other guys that can make some things happen. So while on the surface it looks like an uninspired move, why would you hire the assistant of a guy you just fired? I think Ujiri takes the long view and says, with this guy Nurse, we put together the best team we've ever had, not in our long and glorious history. I understand the Raptors have not been around forever, <laughs> but this was enough to get to the top of the East, and granted, the Cavs had all sorts of problems. They put their team together on the fly in February. The Celtics had two major injury concerns. But the bottom line is, I think while me as fans and media want to look at it and say, in the four games that counted, they did nothing. One of them was a buzzer beater, though. LeBron had two buzzer beaters in the playoffs, and one came against the Raptors. I think Ujiri says, we've never been to the NBA Finals. We've never won the NBA Finals. But last year, we came as close as we've ever been. We've had more wins than we've ever had, and we were the top seed. I think what we did for 82 games, and this is just my opinion of what he's saying, I think what we did for 82 games cannot be wiped away by four games when the four games were played against the best player on planet Earth. I don't think you give up. If everybody that lost to LeBron James just shrugged their shoulders and gave up, only the Warriors would still be playing basketball. So I think you have to look at it from the standpoint of this guy led us to our best season. And I think everybody can agree, whether you like the NBA or not, that it's an offensively driven league. You know, it's a 100% shoot the three league. And if you have offensive prowess, which the Raptors do under his tutelage, under Nurse's tutelage, then you'll be fine. I think Ujiri says this guy helped us get to a point we've never been before, and that's better than anybody I could find on the street. And Casey's coaching was validated because about a week later, he became the head coach of the Pistons. So I think Ujiri looks at the long term and says, this guy did some stuff that's never been done before in a league that's sort of angling towards his expertise, the offensive side of the basketball. So while it's uninspired, I think you can easily talk yourself into that. Hmm. Subin, um, what sports property would you rather have under the four-letter network that they're both going to be in the spotlight here in the, in the weeks to come? The U.S. Open or the World Cup? Well, I think the World Cup just because of the length. You know, uh, ESC has obviously had both. They've had a long history with the U.S. Open. I wouldn't call our history with the World Cup as long, although in 1994 it was largely played on ABC uh, when it was in the United States. But I think from a strictly 10 TV perspective, you've got to go World Cup because you're getting too many games. You're getting basically a month's worth of games, whereas the U.S. Open, while it is certainly an amazing and reverential event, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and then it's over. And if Tiger's not in the hunt for the casual fan, it might be difficult. But I do believe if Brazil is playing Germany or Italy is playing France or something like that very deep in the tournament, I think you're going to get people from around the world watching. The one thing is keep an eye on the TV numbers, but because of the way we're connected today with the app and the being able to watch games on your phone, there are people around the world that are accessing all these games. 
Iceland is playing Argentina, the smallest country in the field, playing Lionel Messi, the breakout star, Mohamed Salah of Egypt, who prays after every goal in this world of Islamophobia, and he plays for the English Premier League. There's so many people that generally don't watch sports that are going to be tuning in here over the next month, not just on linear TV, but for wherever in the world you are, to be able to just tune in right there with the tap. So I think just from a clicks, viewers, eyeballs perspective, I think it's an easy call for the World Cup. Uh, and last thing for you, Zubin, and, and ESPN will have this, and that's the uh, the bowl game uh, at Wrigley Field, I'm assuming, as most of them are, will end up under the ESPN umbrella. On the surface, when that was announced, although I'm not sure we've seen anything official, but the rumors are out there that uh, that the Foster Farms Bowl, the Big Ten ties are going to end with that. There's going to be an ACC Big Ten Bowl playing out at some point in the week after Christmas at Wrigley Field. In all likelihood, probably a couple of 7-5 and five teams, not teams that... At, at the top of their respective conferences. But what about Chicago hosting a bowl game at Wrigley Field? We know Yankee Stadium does with the pinstripe. Uh, Wrigley's going to be involved starting in 2020 on the surface. Uh, do you hope ESPN assigns you to that one? Oh, sure. I mean, I would take a look at it this way. You know, there are a plethora of bowl games. People think there's too many bowl games. Um, some people think the way bowls are determined are, are a little sketchy these days. But I would tell you this. Um, bowl games rate. It doesn't matter whether the game's in Hawaii it doesn't matter whether the game's in cold weather or warm weather. The college football playoff and the New Year's Six Bowls do a huge number, but all the bowl games rate. And this is somewhat unique. Obviously, they play a bowl game at Yankee Stadium, so it's not like this is completely out of nowhere. But all of it comes down to, and I'll give you a great example of when I used to work in Iowa. So much of it just comes down to who's playing and what the attitude is. And I don't just mean the attitude of we're happy to be here. I mean, if you're a 7 and 5 Miami or Florida State, I'm just going to use a team that's been up but has been down lately, their fans aren't going to travel to a game like that, not because it's going from warm weather to cold weather, but because they're not used to being 7-5. and five. There are other teams that would relish the case of being 7-5 and five and would love to go face a blue blood. When I worked in Iowa, they played an independent ball game, Iowa State did against Alabama. I think that was a Tony Yell case. It was, yep. And I think it's one, right? So yep. for Iowa State fans, it's like, all right, we're going to a bowl. We're playing one of the most legendary programs there is. Let's go. Um, when I was also in Iowa, Iowa played in the humanitarian bowl, which I think now is like the potato bowl. And I remember when Iowa State got into that game, so many of the guys on the team didn't want to go, and they were pretty clear about that in their press conference, which I don't think Mac was so thrilled about, but they said it. Now, years later, the University of Idaho, which I think has now dropped down to FCS, but a couple years ago they were in the FCS, and they played in that game. I'm thrilled to go there because it's hard to make a bowl game. Our fans can go. They don't have to spend a lot of money. They can drive from Moscow to Boise. So a lot of it just comes down to what is the logistical concern. If the team doesn't want to be there, generally the fans aren't going to want to go. If the team's used to a certain amount of success and they don't get it, they don't want to go, the fans don't want to go. So the uniqueness of Chicago, playing it there is one thing. This might sound corny. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if uh, Northwestern played in that game. Rutgers plays in the pinstripe bowl. You're going to probably close to sell the place out. And if you're not a top-tier bowl, selling tickets and uniqueness can only take you so far. So I think if you can get an Idaho in the potato bowl, Rutgers in the pinstripe, Northwestern in this game, you know, uh, Georgia in the peach bowl, those, those sorts of things just make too much sense. Great stuff, Zubin Mahente. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, as always. All right, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you.
Uh, Zubin Mahente joining us as uh, we talk the world of sports with Zubin. Sounds like he's in traffic. He is. I hope he doesn't get run over. Right. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back, finish up the hour. Matthew Rudy going to join us live from Shinnecock uh, in about fifth, uh, in about 25 minutes, one fifteen, right around there. Matt Rudy joins us. A Hawkeye Swarm coming up before we get out of here at 2. Trent Conner and myself with you on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Find great gifts for dad and big home improvement savings during Menard's Father's Day sale. Multi-purpose polyfilm works perfect as a vapor barrier between drywall and insulation or under wood floors. It can also be used for dust protection or as a drop cloth. Get a two-pack of 10 by 25-foot rolls in clear or black for just $4.99 each after rebate. These deals are going on now through June 16th. Plus, Menard's gift cards are perfect for Father's Day. Save big money at Menard's. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. With this job, having two hands won't cut it, which is why I thank the stars I have a third. Granger. When my two hands are full, I fully rely on Granger. They're America's number one source for industrial grade supplies. So, whether I'm fixing a furnace or fastening a faucet, Granger hands me what I need when I need it, which makes me a pretty lucky guy. Because when it comes to needing an extra hand, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Casey's General Stores throughout Iowa will help raise funds for Special Olympics Iowa during the month of June. In partnership with Coca-Cola, stores will sell $1 pinups with proceeds being donated to Special Olympics Iowa. Special Olympic athletes and law enforcement volunteers will also be featured on the 44-ounce fountain drink cups throughout the month in stores. Nearly 15,000 athletes in Iowa will benefit from this fundraiser. This year, both Special Olympics and Casey's are celebrating their 50th anniversaries. Stop by your local Casey's today and make a donation to make a difference in the life of a Special Olympic athlete. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. 
Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Only have a minute left in the first hour of the program. Matt Rudy coming up at about one fifteen. He's live at Shinnecock. We'll do a U.S. Open preview with Matt. Hawkeye Swarm with Dr. Fuller and Trent uh, before we get out of here at uh, 2 o'clock. Twitter kind of exploding amongst Colt fans for the first time in months slash years. Andrew Luck is throwing a football. Oh, really? Now, he's not throwing it very far or very hard. Hey. But he's throwing a football about 10 yards. Apparently, he's thrown uh, a handful of passes at one of their OTAs. But it's been a long time, so baby steps, I get it. But, I mean, what a disappointment for what he could have been. And I'm not saying he's not going to get back there, but maybe he's not going to get back there. Well, I, I think that's the smart money right now. I mean, if, if we're a year and a half removed from things, almost two years removed from the surgery, he's throwing a football 10 yards. Came back in October a little bit. Didn't sound like there was much there. It just, nope. It's a scary situation. Indeed it is. Uh, we will come back with the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I till 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. You wouldn't put a square peg in a round hole, so why would you deploy a traditional firewall in a modern decentralized network? Firewalls have new requirements for businesses leveraging SaaS-based applications and public cloud platforms like AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. We're in the cloud generation now, so your firewalls have to be engineered to fit right in. Reclaim your cloud network. Try a Barracuda cloud generation network or application firewall free at barracuda.com firewalls. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. 